I come to you today with the man, the myth, the legend, the guy everyone dreams to become when they grow older, the guy everyone dreams to be even when they are older, the one and only Jarrett Posey. Well, hello there, Mr. John Holland Johnson. How are you? I, I am doing absolutely phenomenal. Oh, I'm, I'm glad that you all can join me and John as uh, we experience our third episode now of the Bobbles and Bigfoot podcast. Please pause for station recognition. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. That was good. That was good. Well, Jared, this is, uh, we missed two weeks, right? Yep. But we're finally back. Finally back. It's been man. too long. <laughs> way, way too long, man. I, I miss this. I miss just like sitting down and talking for like an hour. Oh, yeah. I, um, what, what, are, what are the reasons that we've missed, you know, doing our podcast? Well, the very first one was the infamous Ice Week, as we've known to call it now. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's calling it uh, Ice Week at Mississippi State. Uh, if you don't know exactly what we're talking about, basically, um, the entirety of like, or not the entirety of Mississippi, like half of it, the like the middle part, right? Uh, a large portion of Mississippi. Yeah, like a large portion of Mississippi, basically froze over. Yeah, and Mi- Mississippi didn't even get the worst of it. Like, it, it was way worse, like, in Texas and Arkansas. But we we definitely we definitely had three inches of ice on everything, though. Yeah, it was, it was honestly the greatest time ever. <laughs> like, I thought, I thought it was so much fun because, you know, we, we're not getting a spring break this semester. Yeah, got, so that, that was our spring break was ice week. Yeah, ice week. You know, instead of, instead of going home and seeing the family, you can just stay at your house and not have good water or heat. Yep. There you go. There you go. Yeah, uh, I think it's kind of funny because, I, I mean, I only live two and a half hours away from here, but I kid you not, they got about a quarter of an inch dusting of snow that was gone within two hours, and we had three over three inches of ice yeah. on the ground for over a week. Yeah, no, it was it was crazy. Uh, did you did you drive around at all? Uh, I didn't. I didn't drive until Friday. Really? <laughs> like legitimately? Like I I'm, I mean I just didn't want to risk it. You know? I remember I got a phone call from you, and yeah. you're like you're like so hungry. You're like oh man, I'm just starving. <laughs> and I was just sitting there and I was like. Jared, like, what is happening with you, man? You remember that? No, I, uh, I think it was a, a text message, and I was meaning it as a joke. I think. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where I was just like, dude, if I don't get more food soon, like, Caleb's looking kind of tasty, which is my roommate, Caleb. <laughs> it's like, I know we're. I was just talking to him about like wrapping up in a tortilla, and that's, you know, that's lunch right there, and <laughs> yeah, dinner. Yeah. Oh man, I know. Um, the first, the very first day. Because everyone was talking about, oh, the weather's going to be so bad. And I was sitting there like, sure, you know, yeah. it's not going to be bad. It's just it's just ice, you know. <laughs> and then I, like, woke up, and I was like, whoa, it's, like, 
everything's like white outside and no one's driving and like I can't walk. <laughs> yeah. And I immediately said I wanted to drive. So I immediately got in my car and I drove around. And it was I, I have to say it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we went um because instead of going to like which by the way, you know Walmart stayed open. Really? Yes. Sub- surprisingly. Um, They're like the only thing that was open then. Yeah, that in like a couple gas stations. Yeah. And I just They probably I, live in those gas stations. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of instead of going to Walmart to get groceries, um one of my friends ended up spending the night. Yeah. And I was just like, let's just go to your house and like take all your groceries and bring them back here. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> and I was like, yes, free food. Mm-hmm. So I, I go and I, I pick him up. Or no, he, he's like there with me. So he gets in my car. And um, I didn't realize that you're not supposed to throw hot water on your windows and stuff. Ooh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, how am I going to get this ISIS going? And I threw so much hot water on all my windows, my door, everything. Do you have a lot of cracks now? No, not at all. Really? Not in the slightest bit. May- maybe it's just because there was so much ice, it didn't affect it that no, much. No, that, that's the thing. It, like, didn't do anything, no matter how much hot water I, I threw at it. And then my, um, I couldn't even open my door. Like, my door handle was yeah. about to, like, break. And so my buddy of mine from across the street, my neighbor, was like, hey, man, I'm from Colorado. And he brings out his, like, ice scraper that he's mm. never used before in Mississippi. And so he just, like, had at it on my windows. Yeah. And, man, that... Honestly, like, one of the best things about Ice Week is just, like... Or just having ice in general is... It's so satisfying to take the ice off your car. No, I, I did I did take the ice off of my truck. Like, I, I just, like, walked down there just to see what condition my truck was in. <laughs> you know? And I, I did end up... Uh, yeah, I, I took about three inches off of the freaking hood, <laughs> and then and then of course it has to like re like Thursday like it it snowed and everything or snowed and freezing rained yeah. all day Monday, and then on Thursday it did it a little bit again. Yeah, and so. I took off all the ice, and then I come back, like, the next day, and it's all back again. <laughs> it's like, what, what the crap? How'd you, how'd, you, how'd you get your ice off? You didn't have an ice scraper, did you? Yeah. You did? Why do you, why do you have an ice scraper? I have two of them. What? Like, even if you just get the little frost on your windows, like, it, it'll take the little frost off. Man, I've, I, I've never used an ice scraper before Ice Week. Really? Mm-mm. But in, anyway, so I'm, I'm driving, right? Mm-hmm. And my buddy, he's uh, David Greer, that poor man. <laughs> he had to experience all. Because he's like, okay, let's go get groceries. And I was like, I'm going to drift around. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. And um, for those of you out there, my car, poor little Ava. She's she's a 2000 Toyota Avalon. She has like over 250,000 miles on it, which isn't that bad, you know, mm-hmm. in hindsight. But... Like, she has a different colored door. We had to replace the door. She's gotten in two wrecks, neither of them my fault. Um, she, like, starts shaking a little bit once I get to, like, 40, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the, and she makes weird noises, like, all the time. 
tires are constantly like leaking. Like no matter how many times I like plug the leak up. So many, so many problems. The defrost doesn't work sometimes. Thank God the defrost just yeah. worked during ice week. But it's just, it's just a, a like a poor little old college car. <laughs> and um, so I'm taking this thing out on the roads of three, right. three inches on ice. And I decided I was like, well, I, I don't have, you know, you know how like fancier cars have like snow mode. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't have that. So what I did is um, I made my own snow mode. I just took the th- tire pressure like out of some the rest of my tires, mm-hmm. and I also just put it on low. So with low p- tire pressure and like the low like engine setting, I called that like my own personal snow mode, and it worked out pretty well. All right. And I got a little I got a little cocky, and um, I, I'm driving on Highway 12. And I see all these cars slid into this ditch off into this exit. And I looked I looked at it and I said, I bet you I could make it. <laughs> and so my buddy, he's he's sitting there with me and he says, Paula, there's there's no way. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, man, just, just watch. And so I go and um I just go down the exit slowly. And it doesn't matter. I'm like tires pointed forward. Yeah. I just start sliding. Yep. Sliding into the ditch. And so I do like a I do like a like a, a weird like spin thing like reverse park and like I stop myself before going into the ditch like everyone else did, and my my friend in there, he he's just sitting there and he's like, Holland, I I he like speechless. Yeah. And I'm like, well, man, I guess we're walking back. <laughs> and so we get we get all his groceries, mm-hmm. and this guy. Uh, his name's Charles. Charles, he's a freaking legend. Yeah. Pulls up in a truck, and he says, "Well, I don't think I can get y'all out, but I can drive you back home if you want to." So we got in this like random man's truck named yeah. Charles. Super nice. Just talked to him, and he drove us all the way back home. And then later, throughout, like, onwards during the day, um, we had my roommate drive me to the exit, not going down it, of course. Yeah. And at this point, there are so many cars in the ditch that they, like, combed it off. They're like, please don't go down here. <laughs> yeah. You know? And um, they got all the cars out except for mine because I-, I wasn't there when the tow truck came. And I wasn't going to pay the tow truck. Gosh, no. You know, I-, I can I can get that car out myself. So I go, and the tow truck pulls over, and they're, like, point your wheels upwards. And I'm sitting here thinking, if I point my wheels upwards, I- I'll just slide down into the, you know, the ditch. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, well, you know, this tow truck guy knows what he's talking about. So I, I point my wheel upwards, and I just slam on the gas. And um, I finally learned the meaning of steering with the gas pedal. Because I was, I was, like, going upwards, mm-hmm. but, like, I was also sliding down at the same time. So, like, I was, like, in constant motion, like, stay, staying still, like, slowly going forward. But I was, like, going upwards, but also sliding down at the same time. And it was so much fun. <laughs> Had the time of my life. So, did you did you free your your car? Oh, yeah. No, no. I got, I got that sucker out. Yeah. And th- those tow truck people, they looked so sad. I think they were trying to get me stuck. And they looked, and as soon as I got out, they just left. They were like, ah. Oh. And so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I, you're not, you're not getting my money today." 
Yeah. All right. Which my dad, my dad's a tow truck driver, so yeah. You know, I know what I know what they do. You know. <laughs> it's like I know your plan. I know your plan. I've run this scheme before. <laughs> that's what that's what I told him. I was like, hey, hey, before you give me this advice, you know, my dad owns a towing company, right? Hmm. And they're like, oh, cool. This is what you should do. And I was like, yeah. All right. How, how are your expenditures during Ice Week, man? Uh, I mean, I, I've mostly just kind of stayed in. Like, we we got a bunch of – I stocked up on a bunch of food because I was home for that weekend before. Okay. And I came back. And the funny thing was we were only thinking, oh, it'll probably shut us down Monday and Tuesday. By Wednesday we'll be good. Yeah. You know? But yeah, no, that that's not what happened. It didn't get above freezing until like Thursday, and then it dropped back below freezing yeah. and started freezing, raining again. Yeah, no, it was. It was like what the crap? It it was wild. But uh, I think I think Wednesday, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Wednesday. Uh, some of my friends over at the the social, like. They were like, "Hey, we're 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 gonna go sledding and stuff. Like we did it yesterday. You should come meet up with us." And I'm like, uh, I like walk outside and I see three inches of ice on all the roads on campus still because nobody's driven on campus the entire week. Yeah. And the one little red car out in front of my dorm that did slid down the hill for 20 minutes before he finally figured out that you're not supposed to slam on the gas. You're supposed to slowly work your way up the hill. <laughs> That was fun for me, but um, <laughs> but I ended up like layering up and like putting on like my my old hunting boots and stuff and uh, <laughs> it, it took me about forty five minutes to get <laughs> through the social <laughs> because of how slick it was. Oh my! God. Like just and it was nineteen degrees and it's like eight in the morning and I'm I am walking. From campus to the social, <laughs> and I, I finally get over there, and uh, you know we we all have have breakfast and have a have a good time with that, and then we end up. Uh, they're like, hey, we, you know, the two girls that were with us, like, hey, we uh, need to get in our like snow gear and whatnot, and so me, me and. Uh, me and a guy named Thomas, we decided we would just kind of go out and just kind of check the the conditions mm-hmm. of of it, which is a good thing we did because the hill that they were sliding on the day before was <laughs> it had no ice on it anymore. <laughs> it was like the only hill in all of Starkville that didn't have any ice on it whatsoever. <laughs> and I was I, I was kind of cracking up. I was like, "You're kidding! You slid down this hill?" He's like, "Yes." We slid down this hill, and it had, like, so much ice on it. And I'm like, well, it doesn't now. It doesn't anymore. And so we, it, the funny thing is we ended up basically walking all the way back onto campus and, like, not even that far from my dorm, like, kind of back behind Old Main. Yeah. That big, steep hill. There's oh, yes, like a, yes, yeah. yeah. We, we went down that one, but not, you know, where you go in the ditch, of oh, course. Man, going in the ditch is the funnest part, man. But, uh... Uh, I only slid down it three times. I slid on my butt once. I slid on the little lib we brought once, and then there was a little piece of plywood where somebody else was sliding down the hill, and they left it there, and so we used it to slide down the hill too. <laughs> but uh, my main job was just 
catching everybody before they go into the parking lot because uh, I was, I guess I'm just so, so big compared to everybody else mm-hmm. that I was able to stop myself and yeah. like kind of turn and stuff. They, they wouldn't quite able to get the hang of that. <laughs> And so I, I I served as the catcher so that they wouldn't go face first into the cars in the parking lot. Oh, but, that is, that is wild. Yeah. So did you end up going to North Farms at all? Mm-mm. No. So I ended up going to North Farms. Yeah. Right. That's actually why I was trying to drift down that exit. Oh to boy. North, North Farms. And so um, I head there, and we we pull up. You know, having we're about to have the time of our life, and um, I see. Man, Ice Week is like the week where all the engineers of Mississippi State University really came into play. You're darn right. I know. I saw I saw couch cooler with a speaker. You saw with, that? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I saw the I saw the post. I didn't see them where I was, but I I did see the post. Yeah, there there are there are these guys, genius, like so genius. They had like a pallet of wood, and they like duct taped a couch onto that pallet and then they like duct tape a speaker behind that pallet and like two coolers full of beer like with the couch and so they would just like go and they tied it behind this like F-250 and they just like rode around town just having the time of their life of course they only did that for one day because the next day everybody that was pulling people behind their vehicles were getting thousand dollar tickets yeah yeah no wait wait what Yes. Oh dang. <laughs> yep. That that's why they only did it that one day. They would have done it the whole week <laughs> if it wasn't for that. Gosh, I, I didn't know that. That's wild. All I can say is that is some true red jet redneck ingenuity. No, like a and genius. uh Hell State. Yeah, yeah. I know, um but I, I was at North Farms, right? And these 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 guys, they took the hood off of their car. Oh boy. Which you know, like Hood, best sled out there. Like, yeah. love love riding on the hood of a car. And they, what was really amazing, though, is they took a ton of duct tape, and they duct taped, like, a lawn chair on, on it. Mm-hmm. So these guys were sitting completely still, just speeding Oh, down. boy. And because of the hood, you know, they're, they're designed to be aerodynamic. Yeah. They're designed to be good and fast. This hood, like... So North Farms Hill, basically what it's like is this huge, like, really steep hill, and um, it overlooks, like, one of the farms on campus, you know. And they would be going so fast, they would end up, like, sledding into the farm and, like, going halfway into the farm. And, you know, it, it was it was so genius. The only, the only problem was, you know, you'd have to, like, bring it back. Yeah. Hill. And, like, you know, hoods are not light. <laughs> no, typically not. And it was, I was just amazed by their ingenuity. Yeah. Well, man, we're about halfway through the podcast already. Uh, oh, wow. You want to start our second uh, topic? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so one one great thing about just life in general hmm. and, like, this moment I'm in is, um, you know, because of COVID-19, um, we haven't been able to do a lot of stuff. We haven't been able to, like, socialize as much, and that – Jared, it's really taking a hit on my dating life. Uh, I bet. You know, it, it's really a hit hard. I um, mean, it, it's hard to, to meet potential suitors. Yes. 
Yeah. Especially when you don't even see their face for a majority of the day. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you do have your in-person class and those girls don't know how to socialize, you know. So you're like, <laughs> hey, my name's Holland. What's your name? And they're like, yeah. And you're just like, what, what do I do now, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm Samantha. I'm Samantha. Leave me alone. And you're like, yeah. oh, Samantha. But gosh, like, we're in the same class, you know. They're socialized, you know. And you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, nah, you know. It's like, well, then don't ask me for help on that test next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, they're like, then Samantha comes up to you next week. And you're like, huh, what'd you make on the test? I'm like, oh, I made a, I made a, I made a 97. And she's like, oh, we should yeah. study together sometime. Yeah, and I'm it's like, just like, it's not as good as I wanted. I was yeah. really shooting for that 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Samantha over here with like with like a 60, you know. Yep. And she's like, oh, we should study together sometime. And you're like, sorry, I'm, no. stud- I'm studying with Bailey now. You know? <laughs> like, you had your chance, Samantha. You know, I try to socialize with yep. you, but, you know, you didn't want to talk to me. Yep. But it, anyway, so I'm, I'm in this fraternity called BYX, right? Mm-hmm. Good Christian fraternity. It's just a bunch of guys who come together, hold each other accountable, and love Jesus, right? Um, and we have, haven't been able to have, like, any functions or date parties or anything like that of the sort. But now, that's changed. Uh-oh. Mississippi State University, uh, we found out um, this week, is allowing us to have date parties again. Okay. I was fixing to say, I got an email saying that they, they were changing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like he, even I think they're even going to start letting more people into the baseball games, which is good because they sold out within a minute of them going yeah. on sale. Yeah, I know, I know. And like baseball, that's like that's like huge date yeah. potential. You know, you take oh, a girl, yeah. you take a girl to a baseball game, it's over. Yeah, you, you buy know. her some some popcorn and you, you buy her that hot dog. Yeah, you know she's in love with you already. You know, but we're we're allowed to have date parties again, and. Man, it's been like I'm excited. Like we have we have our first date party um, this upcoming Friday, mm-hmm. right? And it's um, our our theme is dynamic duo. Okay. And so for for you guys who aren't necessarily sure how date parties work, basically um, you have date parties, semi formals, and informals. So um, date parties they they're done all throughout the semester. There are tons of them. And uh, you just go up, you have like some kind of costume, it's like some kind of theme. Uh, you take a date, and keep in mind, this is never like really a date. You yeah. Know? Like, you ask a person to a date party, it's mostly it's just like a friendly hangout, yeah. you know. Yeah, I know, I know several people that, that do all the date parties and stuff. Like, they, it, they show up with a different girl every time, it seems like, and it, it's yeah. never... They never take it too seriously or anything. No, never, never seriously. But but what you what you do use it for is to get to know the girl. Yeah. Right. And then you ask her on an actual date. And see that's that's been the that's been the problem, man. Mm-hmm. Is I you know because you can't really just let's let's say I meet a person, right? You know, and I'm like, oh man, this person in my in my accounting class is Samantha, right? Mm-hmm. She's really cool, you know. I can't just ask Samantha to hang out randomly. She doesn't know me like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I ask her, I'm like, hey, Samantha, there's this day party I'm looking for someone to take, and you're pretty cool. Would you like to go with me? You know, that's a lot Yeah. That's a lot easier. That's a lot nicer, you know. And it's a lot less creepy than, like, hey, do you want to hang out and study together, you know. 
It's just going to be me and you in a quiet room. In a quiet room. <laughs> with, like, my lavender candle lit. <laughs> yep. Or lavender candles, where it's at. So you get you get to know the person through this, you know. And let's say, you know, most most of the time, you know, it, it doesn't go anywhere. You know, you're, yeah. you're not going to ask a person on a date, but you still have such a fun time, you know. And through that, you get to meet more people. You get to meet, like, all the other dates that people yep. have brought, you know. And, and and then potentially you become friends with said Samantha, and then Holland all of a sudden has all of her friends to choose from yes. for the next yeah, date yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Samantha's like, "Oh my gosh, you want to come hang out?" And then you hang out with Samantha, and you get to meet her roommates. Oh no! And then and then that's when semi formal comes in. So semi formal. So um, it's like you dress up like uh, it's not not a costume. You dress up in like a button down shirt, no blazer. Um, and you wear like nice dress pants, and um, you could wear a blazer, but it's definitely no tie, right? So you could you could get away with like a nice black like turtleneck, right? And you would take like a girl that you're like, sl- you're you're like definitely slightly interested. You're not mm. trying to find out. You're like you're definitely interested. Yeah. You know, like you you get asked a semi formal. It's like oh, so this this guy is slightly interested in me. Mm. You know, and then. Let's say, you know, with Samantha's roommate, semi-formal, you know, it goes well. It goes great. Yeah. And then you tie the knot together with formal. Now, you get asked to formal. That, that's a big deal, you know. So you, you take them to formal and you propose? No, no, not, not you, at all. I mean, yeah. you said tie the knot. No, no, I wish. Oh, okay. You, know, if, you wish? If all if only it was that easy. Yeah. If arranged marriages were still a thing. like oh, it, good Lord. Like you know, you know, like they're they're clearly depicted in the Bible mm. so much. So you know, it's it's biblical. It's good. You know, like I'd be down. You know, and my mom and dad were like, "Hey, Holland, you know, we have we have like Abby here. Would love would love for you to you know marry her." I mean, like, all right, all right, mom and dad, sure. That takes a lot of that makes it a lot easier for me. Uh, how how many sheep and goat did you pay the family for? <laughs> How many, how many how many sheep and goats are we getting out of this, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> then, then I'll give you my answer. <laughs> ah, so we give them some of the cows too. Gotcha. <laughs> we, give, we give them some cows. Holland, you you better you better date um what's what's another girl? You better date Sarah. You better marry this Sarah girl because we're getting a lot of a lot of cows out of this. We're getting oh, a lot man. of wheat out of this next harvest. <laughs> Oh man, but you ask a girl to formal, right? Then, then you like, you know, you're practically, you know, unless you are just really good friends, you know, and you just want someone to hang out with, you know, because you you have people that you're really good friends, and everyone's like, oh man, they're just like good friends, you know. Yeah. But if I if I ask someone that I like, I know like pretty well, you know, and I ask them to formal, I'm like, hey, you want to go to formal? That's usually when I really, you know, unless they're already mm-hmm. dating someone. Which if they're already dating someone, they ask them to formal. Well, yeah. But that's that's where it's at. But anyway, so we're allowed to have date parties again, and the theme for this date party this upcoming Friday is dynamic duo. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just thinking, I, you know, I want I want a, like a a biblical dynamic duo. There are no good biblical dynamic duos that sure? like. Yes, no, I, there are good ones, but like. Let's say we go as Jonah and the whale. 
That's that's not good. Let's say Adam and as Eve. Long, as long <laughs> as you're the whale, because I, I could see that going very poorly for you. No, no, the, yeah, the other yeah. way. That's what I'm saying. It would be funny if I was a whale, you know. But then she would have to dress up as Jonah, like the dude. I still think it would be better for it, no, her it, to it, dress it, up as no, the no, dude no, than no, the whale. No, no, it, it would be so much better, you know. And so it's like, okay, I can't dress up as Jonah the whale, you know. Yeah. But, what about what about um, what about Adam and Eve, you know? They, they don't even wear anything, man. They're like naked, so I can't can't dress up as Adam. Hey, and Eve. that just sounds like a. Bu- oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then I, I just kept thinking on and on and on about biblical duos. You could just buy some of those like skin suits or whatever they're they're called that are just like skin colored. Oh yeah, yeah, the morph suits. Oh, uh, that's uh, no, don't do that. That's weird. No, that I don't, that I don't so think that would work out at all. Mm-hmm. And then I can't. What I personally thought was a brilliant idea. I would be a shepherd, and she would be like a sheep, you know, with like cotton balls. Yeah. But then, like, you know, yeah, that works. That's about it. That's all it does. It just works. <laughs> it just works. It just works. It's not. It's not good. No one's going to come and be like, "Oh man, that's brilliant," you know. Mm. Not at all. And then now, um, I think I want to do Zach and Cody. Okay. You know, it's, it's not biblical, but yeah. Well, if you wanted to to expand it, if you it, from biblical, but you want it to still be religious people, you could do Phil and Kay Robertson. You could put oh, on like a big fake beard, beard or whatever, yes. and she I could have like a lodge. yeah, and she could have like on an apron or something, like <laughs> kiss like kiss the cook thing because Miss yeah. Kay's all about cooking. Yes, man. Oh my gosh, I think. I think I have, um, well, I don't have it back back home. I have, like, an Uncle Cy, like, mm-hmm. sweet tea. Oh, yeah. Uh, Duck Dynasty, if you would like to sponsor us, we are we are always welcome. <laughs> Duck Dynasty is the show. Duck Commander is the company they own. Duck, Duck, Duck Commander, Commander, if you would like to also sponsor us. You know, we would also be down. Um, but, yeah, I, I have a friend. They, they actually go here as state, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, one of my friends was telling me about how they were neighbors with, the Duck Dynasty people. Okay, so they're from uh, West Monroe or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, I, I don't think they ever got on TV, but they, like, like grew up with them. They went to the wedding. Yeah. That was happening. That was, that was pretty cool. But, but yeah, man, it was... Anyway, back to dating. <laughs> back to dating. Back to dating. But one, one really, one big thing, right, that's been happening is that so, like, it's been forever since BYX has had a day party. Mm-hmm. So, as soon as we find out that night, like, everyone's taken. Right. You know? And so, I'm really having to go out of my way to try and find someone to take. And so, to, that I can also have fun with, that I also think could maybe go into something more. Right. You know? Or at least she has friends that Holland might yes, and go that into might, something yes, more with. Yes, that might become good friends with her and then yeah. hang out with her more. And then I meet her friends. And so, God, we sound like is a, a terrible person. I was fixing <laughs> to say, Holland is a true player, people. No, not, not, a, not at all. <laughs> I, I, have not, I have not dated a single person while in college. Really? Yeah. Which is crazy, because in, in high school, man... Mm-hmm. I, you know, he I was a player. No, I, I dated so many people in high school. I was like, well, I got nothing else to do, and then I, I would date someone else in high school. It was, it was not fun. And everyone was like, oh, Holland, 
yeah, sure, I'm down. And I was like, okay, cool. We're dating. You know, I wouldn't even take them out on a date. Like, I would just be like, you want to, like, date me? Like, we'd be official in there? Like, sure. Yeah, that's how my high school worked. You know, no one went on dates, man. Nobody went on dates. It's like, just like almost how it kind of works in middle school, but a little bit more advanced where you're just like, hey, would you want to be my girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, we hang out a lot. You should want to be my girlfriend now. Like, yeah, I yeah sure. sure. Sure, why not? Sit at me at the lunch table and then don't speak to me the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like all that happens. <laughs> I, I, want, I wanted to talk to you about, so one, one big thing about date parties I always do um, is on the way back, uh, driving the girl back to mm-hmm. her dorm or to her <clears throat> sorority house or wherever, um, I go and I'm like talking with them. And one thing... Um, I always like doing is I like like encouraging them because you know like a lot of these girls when they go on a day party with some with a guy like it's not it's not a good guy you know yeah. they're they're like yeah. they're like intoxicated really like trying to hit up on them like sleep with them and stuff yeah and the girls like uncomfortable and like hey I just wanted to have like a, a fun time with like a good friend you know and so I always like just encouraging with them like hey you know I just want to let you know this has been like so much fun like you're just a great person, you know, because I think I think it's always good. That's what I'm really good at. It's like encouraging people. Mm-hmm. And one day party I will never forget um, is um, I went with these two girls named Lola and Michaela. Yeah. Right. And um, we left a little early because the day party was a little wild, to be honest. And uh, we left a little early, went to Sonic just to hang out and talk. And I remember we were just all encouraging each other. And then we got we got to the point where um, we shared our testimonies yeah. with each other. And um, you see, tes- testimonies are like a weird thing for people who like don't believe in Christ, right? You know, because um, I-, I know I- I've talked to several people. You know, like, hey, what's your testimony? And they're like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't believe in, in Jesus. You know. And then I would go and I would just ask him, well, tell me about your like life story, mm-hmm. you know. But Jerry, what what do you think is the difference between like a life story and a testimony? Well, I mean, they're they're pretty much the the same thing, and they they uh, some people use the words interchangeably, mm-hmm. you know. But um, it, in a biblical sense, like the difference between a, a testimony and you know just a, a life story is you know when Christ comes into your life and changes it so a testimony is all all about how God has changed you from who you were to a new creation to where you are now mm-hmm. where a life story is you know just walking through life yeah yeah um and it's like it's it's powerful too. oh yeah you know it's like like God gave you like that testimony for a reason, you yeah. Know? So you like definitely need to like share it and such. But um, it it makes me so sad to hear people because like like I've heard like life stories and then I've heard like testimonies of people, mm-hmm. right? And there's such a big difference, you know. And you might think like it's so simple, like the di- the only difference is like Jesus, you know. Yeah. Like you hear a life story and they don't have Jesus, but you hear a testimony. And it's revolved around Jesus. Mm. Even in the time when they didn't have Jesus, oh, yeah. it shows like that's all leading up to Him, you know. And I, I think 
I think it's so crazy, you know, because I, I hear, like, I've heard so many people's life stories, and the what I can, like, grasp from, like, life stories, like, the common denominator is that they just don't really, they, it's hard for them to find purpose. Yeah. It's hard for them to find, like, joy. Like, they're struggling, and they almost have, like, no, no one else to turn to. Yeah. You know? Meanwhile, you hear you hear testi- testimony, and it starts off like that, right? Like, oh man, like I was struggling, you know, like oh man, my parents got divorced. Oh man, like I struggled with drugs. Oh man, I was just in a place so like far away where I had no choice but to rely on God, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know Him, you know. And I, I think it's it's so beautiful seeing like hearing a testimony and seeing like I was in that place. But then I found Jesus. Yeah. And now my life going forward is still a hassle, you know. <laughs> right. Being a Christian is, like, never, never easy. You know, in fact, it, you could even say it gets, like, harder, you know. You have to deal with it more. But the difference in that is, like, you find, like, joy in, like, going after God. And, um, you know, if you're if you're out there today and... Um, you're, you're one of those people with not necessarily a testimony, but with, a, like, a life story, you know? Like, Jesus, like, does love you. You know, he is there for you. He is just waiting to, like, show you that. And you just have to, like, go to him, you know? Yeah, and there there's a lot of people who have very just extreme testimonies for lack of a better word where it's just like God basically pulled me out of a ditch after my car crash after my 15th DUI and I should be dead and and then God changed my life around but the thing is is like everyone's testimony no matter what you've gone through no matter how blessed you are no matter how for lack of a better term you know just cursed you may think you are you know no matter what you've gone through what struggles you've you've Mm -hmm. been through everybody's testimony is powerful in its own way because it's your story nobody else has your story yeah like you should take some pride in that like that's that's yours and it's one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful tool we can use to, you know, try to bring people into the fold of Christ. Just because, like, it, it's so powerful Yeah. That our, that our stories, how we completely change, you know, that we, we stop focusing on ourselves. And then once we, we get a little bit of taste of what Jesus is like, you just completely just give yourself to him and your entire life changes for the better. Yeah. And, you know, if you, if you go up to someone and like share the gospel with them, you know, mm-hmm. you could go up to them and be like, let me tell you about Jesus, you know, like God created this world perfect yeah. and then Adam and Eve sinned. And then, um, because of that, you know, and go through that whole process with them, you know, but I, I know for me personally, what, what, you know, I feel like the testimony that God gives you is like the best tool of sharing the gospel. Yeah. You know, 
because you'll ask, like, you'll, you'll notice in the Bible, you know, Jesus, he, like, barely answers questions. He, like, mostly asks them. Yeah. You know, like, hey, why don't you believe in Jesus? You know, it's like, ah, oh, because this and this and this. And you tell them, yeah, I understand. And they're like, what? What? You know, you're a Christian. Or like, hey, why don't you believe in Jesus? And they say, oh, man, it's because, like, the church I grew up or like these people on the drill field, you know, screaming at me, telling me I'm going to hell. I don't want to join that. I don't want to be a yeah. part of that. <clears throat> yeah. And then you tell them, wow, you know, I understand. And to be honest, I can't blame you too much, you know, but if only you knew, like, who he, like, actually is, you know. And it's, it's, it's just good. God is good, man. Yeah. <clears throat> and it, it's a good thing to kind of like, once you, you know, once we walk through the gospel with somebody it's it's always good to kind of share you know how he's done the same thing in your life mm-hmm. and sometimes you know god just has a way of putting people together so in a sense like you may be talking to that person you share the gospel with them they're not very interested you go through your story and all of a sudden he's going through the same thing yeah <clears throat> well hey guys um, we hope you learned something today, whether it be about um, how Mississippians don't know what to do when they see ice, <laughs> or whether it's about um, what it means to have a testimony. But um, I certainly thank you guys uh, for listening in. Jared, do you have anything to say before we sign off? Uh, just love the Lord, go dogs, and roll tide roll. <laughs> All right. <laughs>